think about um, all the issues that we cover here uh, at CKNW, especially the last um, year or so. Uh, think uh, rising mortgage rates, think uh, inflation, think about the high cost of living in this city. It's been tough and it remains tough for a lot of families and individuals. Uh, most people, you know, that call this show, if we are talking about affordability, always talk about it, you know, feeling it's very difficult to get ahead. Uh, in this province. Well, the economy is simply not generating the real income per person needed to sustain our standard of living. Uh, that was part of a uh, op-ed written by our next guest. David Williams is Vice President of Policy at the Business Council of British Columbia. And he's joining us to talk a little bit about Canada's declining living standards. David, thank you for joining us. Hi, Jazz. Thanks for having me. Uh, your overarching uh, sort of study and also your op-ed that you wrote, give, give me a sense of sort of what the numbers have, are telling you. Yeah, well, the OECD wrote a report in uh, the latter part of, uh, of 2021, and, and we wrote a report on it in December of 2021, uh, looking at the uh, the next 10 years and then the 30 years after that, so 2020 to 2060, for growth in or projected growth in real GDP per person. Uh, and just for those listeners out there, GDP is just the total income or the total output or the total expenditure of all households and businesses in the economy for one year. It's, it's income. Uh, and we care about it on a per-person per basis because that's what we take to the grocery store and that's what we use to feed our families. And according to the OECD, Canada is going to be dead last uh, in the OECD of the 38 advanced countries for both this decade, 2020 to 2030, and the three decades after that. So really 40 years of stagnant growth uh, in uh, in real income per person in Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't get to a place like this um, uh, in one day or a year. What, what's gotten us here? Yeah, well, the OECD hasn't done anything radical. They looked at what we had done uh, for growth in, in real GDP per person over uh, 20, 2008 to 2020, and we grew by about 0.8% per annum. Uh, and then, uh, and then they've sort of said, "Well, we think you'll do about 0.7 over this decade, and then 0.8 per annum over the decade after that." So, 0. 0.7, 0. 0.8. These are not really radical forecasts. They're essentially saying you're going to keep doing what you've been doing. Uh, and and the trick is, you know, we're on track for that right now. If you look at the, the federal budget or the provincial budget, and you look at in in terms of its forecast for per capita GDP. Uh, you know, real incomes per person are essentially flat out until 2027. No growth whatsoever uh, until 2027. Uh, And, you know, the other thing to point out is uh, we're also on track because, hey, Canada was one of only seven advanced countries in the world that hasn't recovered from the COVID COVID downturn. So per person incomes in Canada are still 1.2% lower than they were in 2019. It's actually the fifth weakest recovery uh, of any of the, the 38 advanced countries. Canada was, as I say, one of only seven countries that still hasn't recovered its per, in per person income terms. Mm-hmm. I think in your op-ed you were saying that um, Canada's annual GDP per capita would reach 55531 in 2027, still 1.2% below pre-pandemic levels, um, mm-hmm. which is very interesting. Um, how do we get out of this then? Is it, is it, is it new policy that's required? Like what, do you, what kind of things do we need to be doing as a nation and even as a province to start moving forward again to make sure this isn't permanent? Well, I mean, step one is to acknowledge the problem. We've got a, we've been really focused on stimulating the economy with lots of, um, you know, what I call sugar pops policies, right? Like stimulus for, for consumer demand and try to prop up housing demand 
um, you know, and we've been focused on that for quite some time. We've been we've been borrowing very heavily. We're the fourth most indebted country in the world. We've got the third most indebted household sector, most of its mortgages. Obviously, that's pushed up the price of housing. Uh, 13th most indebted corporate sector, the 11th most indebted government sector. The capital stock of, of equipment, and tools and, and technologies that workers have, um, that's been shrinking since 2015. We've been retreating from international trade with exports falling as a share of GDP. Most other countries are more integrated into international trade. We've become more domestic orientated and more insular. Mm-hmm. So we have to start actually addressing these, uh, these issues. We do need some, a change in policy directions and we do need governments in Ottawa and Victoria to, uh, to not paper over these issues, but really start to get to grips with them and addressing these structural problems. If we do not do this, what's Canada look like to you or BC look like to you in 25 years? Well, the burden of this is really going to fall mostly on young people and aspirational people who actually do want to have a better standard of living. You know, if, if you've already made your money and you're doing well in the housing market, uh, thanks to the boom of the last 20 years, you're probably okay. But but it's everybody else who's trying to make a go of it, I think, in this economy. And, and having a rising tide that lifts all boats uh, provides that opportunity for aspirational people to get ahead and to and sort of, you know, to feed their families and, and to get ahead over time. And, if we don't uh, address this issue, um, we will simply go backwards in, in relative living standards. Most other countries are going past us. Uh, oh, sorry, all other countries are going past us uh, in growth terms. And then obviously our standard of living will fall relative to other countries. That, mm. That's exactly, we're absolutely on track for that forecast. Are, are other um, uh, G7 countries in the same boat here? Uh, was it so specific to Canada in your mind? Yeah, there's a there's a few. I mean, the UK hasn't been doing too well. Germany and France haven't been doing too well, but they do start a fair bit ahead of of Canada. I mean, you know, where our productivity levels are, you know, 26 percent lower than you know the American workforce. They're about 22 to 23 percent less productive than than the uh, the French or the German workforce. So there's a few other advanced countries that are that are similar to us, but but not quite as as bad as us. And and certainly, as I say, we've had the fifth weakest recovery. From, uh, from the pandemic recession uh, of any country. And in fact, in, in per capita GDP terms, we're already in recession. We're mm. still in recession. And, and we're not likely to get out of it before 2027. Wow, that's uh, sobering, sobering information. David, thank you so much for your time. Thanks very much, Jazz.